If you enjoy and would love to support this podcast, please check us out on Patreon. We are www.patreon.com forward slash AA Opera. Hello, 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 and welcome back to AA Opera Podcast, episode 72. And what a spontaneous episode this is. I am so excited about today's episode. It It is just the two of us, but... We've decided that it's been a long time since we've had some fun, like just just genuine fun on this podcast. And seeing as we've been a lot about the quizzes this year, we've basically come up with a, some of our own quizzes and a surprise quiz. Yes, uh, that is essentially the concept for today's podcast. It's had some inspiration yeah. from elsewhere. Um, I'm over at Avi's new place today, by the way. I'll just yeah. say that. Um and yes, it's the first episode we're recording here. Yeah, very oh. exciting. Um, but yes, today's episode, we're like, we wanted to do with just the two of us. Yeah. And I had this idea inspired by Vogue's 73 questions, which I've been binging on YouTube. So good. I told you the concept and then you said, oh, have you seen Golden Girls? <laughs> well, why don't we, wait, wait. Why don't we get to that in a minute? We'll First tell of them all, all about Golden Girls very soon, but let's do our usual catch-up. Yeah, so, how's your week been? My week? Great, as always, you know, it has its ups and downs. It's been quite a busy one. Um, we've had more people coming to stay with us this week. It was the same last week. Um, but we're just, yeah, riding this summer wave when people are having some time off work and all of that so that's been nice we found that our weekdays have been busy seeing people and then the weekends have been like okay relax calm down like <laughs> you know actually catching up with a bit of work as well because it's been it's been busy um i know it's like you run a hotel at your place it is now. a little bit and i am absolutely loving that by the way <laughs> as you would imagine i'm a bit like a monica geller when it comes to this yeah and I'll have the guest towels wrapped in a ribbon and placed on the end of the bed. Um, and I think it's just because it's something that I've wanted for so long since yeah. moving to since moving to London and I've got a lot of friends um, all over right now, naturally. And uh, it's, it's one of those things I've always wanted to host them. So now that the time has come, I'm loving it. I can totally it. see it. I feel like yeah. you're such a good hostess as well because you you're so good at like... Just say you're so good at like... You're so good at like creating a calm environment and space. So like I, I can just so. Oh yeah, it's like walking into a bed and breakfast at your house or like a really nice Airbnb. Like <laughs> genuinely. I'll do that as do that as a compliment. It is a compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I'm loving life. Um what about you, Ravi? How's your week been? Uh, my week's been actually really great. We took the morning off yesterday and we went to the Alice in Wonderland exhibit at the VNA, which was announced in like 2019, but then COVID. Oh, I see, right. So I was waiting to buy tickets for a very long time. And then finally I bought tickets yeah. and we went and it was generally jumping down the rabbit hole oh, or like falling down the rabbit hole, I guess, as yeah. you would say. But it was so much fun. And I think there's something about being back in one of those places that I, I just love museums and the feeling that you get when you walk around a museum like oh that's that's beautiful that's so cool and I don't know Matt and I just really love going to museums together and it's genuinely if um 
you haven't gone to a museum with your significant other or on a date with a random person, you should. It's a great way to get to know someone <laughs> is by going to a museum with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I know museums are right up your street, but... So is Alice in Wonderland. So is Alice in Wonderland. Ever since I've known you, really, I don't know, I've just... Um, it's like a theme that surrounds you a little bit, you know? I, yeah. I don't know how to explain it. You know, it's funny, though. My mom is terrified of Alice in Wonderland, so we weren't really allowed to have it at, in the house. And the first Alice in Wonderland I saw was actually not the Disney one. Okay. It was a live-action one where Alice wears a yellow dress... And there's, like, something with a metronome. There's, like, a theme with a metronome. And it's actually really creepy. So my first experience, I actually had nightmares with Alice in Wonderland. And did not like it at all. Like, I couldn't go to sleep because I thought the Red Queen, the Queen of Hearts was going to come and eat me. Um, Not that she eats people, but that's just where my head had gone. Like, I was terrified until I turned, I think, 16. Mm -hmm. And I discovered... The Joys of Alice in Wonderland? The Disney version. Or was it the, the aste- movie that came out? Or what What was it? What version? Wait, it might have been the movie that came out. It was 2010. Yeah, it was about, yeah, it was about the time the movie came out. That movie is great. I think I wanted to like experience it. And I think the aesthetics of like the original one. So what's really interesting is they actually talk about the branding in the um, exhibit. Okay. They talk about how it was like the first really successful branding campaign. Um... And it was just, no, it was just, I'm not going to talk about it anymore because I really want you to go and I want you to experience okay. it and I want you to have fun. Fine. I'll but take you up on that. it yeah. really, like, shoved me back into gears and I now really want to go to another museum next week. I think I'm going to make it a weekly thing to go to museums now that they're open. But this is it. We, I think a lot of us think, no, we're still locked down. And yeah. Obviously, we have to take measures, but... Museums are open, guys. Yeah. Theatres are open. Go and get tickets. Go I and know. enjoy your life. <laughs> it's really, it's so true. Yeah. But I'm definitely going to. So if you want to come with me to a museum next week, maybe we'll, maybe we'll record this episode in a museum. <laughs> yes. <laughs> on, on location. On location. <laughs> we are here at the um, V&A and we are looking at some gorgeous handbags. There's, <gasps> there's an exhibition about handbags right now. Oh, really? I don't think that's one I can take Matt to. No. Okay, well, we might have to do that. <laughs> Uh, the Golden Girls a little bit. Um, we hinted at something about the Golden Girls. Now, um, for Brits, I'm assuming, who don't know what the Golden Girls are because it was a TV show in the United States and this is all you need to know. When its pilot episode first aired on NBC in September 1985, the Golden Girls brought an exciting new brand of situational comedy to audiences around the world. Never before had a sitcom been centered around four older women who together formed a household that broke the mold of a traditional TV family. Suddenly, there were four older women talking about SEX in prime time, and it was funny. Okay, now, all you need to know about how they met is that the Golden Girls, one of them, Blanche, worked at, put an ad in a supermarket that she wanted to find some housemates to live with her. Because she had a house and she had some extra rooms. And these two other women, one being Betty White, um, who plays Rose, came and lived with her. And then the other woman, B. Arthur's character, Dorothy's mom, moves in with them as well in the first episode. 
It's all you need to know. So it's a bunch of older ladies living together and finding their way through the joys of life. Yes. Um, now, I found a book called Thank You For Being A Friend, which is also the name of the theme song. Shoot. <laughs> it's an amazing theme song, and I have now, since this morning, have gotten Ashley obsessed with this show. I'm gonna be on the bus later, just be like, thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Traveled down the world and back again. Absolutely. Now, without Ashley actually have ever watched the show... I have had a snippet. I, yeah. I watched a three-minute YouTube video of the best one-liners from Golden Girls. Yes. So I'm already obsessed. That's all it took, ladies and gents. That's all it took for me to be obsessed with Golden Girls. So what we're going to do now is I'm going to quiz Ashley and find out which which Golden Girl are you. <clears throat> I'm nervous. Don't be. Um... So it says, do you know that every human being on Earth can be divided into exactly four categories based on which golden girls they most relate to? Well, now you know. Reveal your inner golden girl by taking the following quiz. <gasps> da, 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 written by Emma Lewis. It's like an audiobook. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question number one. You're at the grocery store and a handsome man catches your eye to get his attention. You... A, drop your handkerchief in front of the melons and take the opportunity to show off your bosom while bending over to retrieve it. (laughs) B, try to strike up a conversation by talking about the delicious melons in St. Olaf. Okay. C, keep shopping. Why would I approach a stranger at the supermarket? (laughs) Or D, take advantage of... Have him get something off a high shelf for you. Oh, it's definitely the last one. Okay. Definitely the last one. So yeah. we are writing down D. And it makes sense. I'm five foot three and I find myself saying that a lot to people. <laughs> so it comes naturally. All right. Question number two. Your friend is miserable after a messy breakup. The best thing to do is A, set her up on a blind date so she can move on quickly. B, invite her over for a crafting session. Everyone is cheered up by crafts. Right? (laughs) I think that one's me. C, subtly suggest to her that men are as useful as a sun hat on the surface of mercury. Okay. hate that word. Mercury. Mercury. (laughs) B, uh, sorry, D, cook her a comforting dinner and watch reruns of Miami Vice together until she falls asleep on the sofa. Last one again. Yeah, I yeah. Think. D again. <laughs> I would actually go for D as well. Although crafting does sound like crafting is you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number three, your fashion sense could be described as a luxurious and low cut. <laughs> B almost entirely based on sweater vests. Okay. Totally a B. Um, C, big shoulder pads, big collars. No. D, grandma chic. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Grandma chic is... Oh. Now you see, I think I'm a mixture of luxurious, (laughs) not the low cut, luxurious and grandma chic. (laughs) Um... 
considering I'm wearing chinos and some like smart shoes, I'm gonna go grandma she. <laughs> okay, D again. <laughs> oh, this is an amazing quiz. Um you get distracted after filling your car with gas and drive off without paying. As soon as you realize what you have done, you immediately a. Return to the gas station to apologize and flirt outrageously with the attendant. Then start dating him. <laughs> I don't think that's him. No. B. Return to the gas station, pay for your tank, and tip the attendant 20, pounds, uh, 20 bucks for wasting his time. Okay. C. Return to the gas station, pay for your tank, and then destroy the attendants with a wisecrack that reduces him to tears after he tries to flirt with you. No, no. D, keep driving, then pretend not to speak English when the cops catch up with you. I'm gonna go the one where I just end up tipping the... (laughs) (laughs) That is a B for once. Okay, B. Okay. Five. A close friend asks you to pick them up from the airport, but you don't have the time. Your excuse is, A, I won a beauty contest... And I must pick up my prize money immediately. No. B, I wouldn't make an excuse. Off to the airport I go. No. C, I tell them that I've got a flat tire and then eat half a cheesecake feeling guilty about it. Is there another option? And then D, I'm too old to drive. Do you want someone to get killed? No, um, C, the um, C. eating the cheesecake, just lying about it and then eating cheesecake and feeling guilty. That's definitely me. All right. Describe your perfect man in a single sentence. Ooh, come on then. All right. A, tall, handsome, and with a huge wallet. Wink, wink. (laughs) B, tall, kind, and happy to listen to long stories with no punchlines. No. C, anyone taller than me. Okay. And D, any man who will live long enough to make it to dessert. Wow. Um, ooh. <laughs> it's either the first one, actually. I'm go- yeah, I'm going to go A. You're going to go A. All right. <laughs> Number seven. You arrive home to discover a tray of cookies cooling on the windowsill. The best thing to do would be A. Forget about it. This figure didn't happen overnight, sugar. <laughs> I love this quiz. Um, B. Leave them now. Ne- Leave them be. It would be dishonest to take one. Right. C, eat one. D, eat five. Get chest pains. Go back for one more. Well, this is why we should do a video podcast, you see, because, listeners, I'm literally sat with a packet of Maryland cookies in front of me right now. Yeah. Um, But I, I, I do have... I, I can stop myself, so I would definitely have one. I would okay. not be able to, to have... Fair five but i'd have one all right number eight while dusting you discover that your roommate has left her journal open on her desk the best thing to do would be to a ignore it but if your eyes should casually glance across a page or two of juicy details so so be it okay b ignore it it would be wrong to take a peek c Take a passing glance. There could be some good material in there. D. Who are you kidding? I'm reading the whole thing. Forgive me. I have a. I had a stroke. 
I know which character that D is trying to be there, so I'm a bit worried that the first three answers I went for D. Um, right. Um, it's got to be A. So I would stumble across oh, the page. Just stumble across whoopsies. it. Whoopsies. <laughs> All right. And now, last question. Oh. Oh. Your roommate meets a man and you just can't stand him. The best thing to do is A. Drag her to a singles bar and help her find someone better. B. Scare him off by telling a long story about your pet pig, Mr. Snuffles, who stowed away in a truck to Chicago and eventually tearfully surrendered himself to the Oscar Mayer people. Okay. Strange. Okay. (laughs) C. Reduce him to nothing with a one-liner that will have him running for cover. Okay. And D, put a Sicilian curse on him. Um, the one-liner. The one-liner. Yeah, the okay. one-liner. Just one line to just get him to bug, bug off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so. Oh, God. Time for a tally up. We have one, two, three Ds. Oh, that's the old lady, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> we have one B. We have three C's. And we have two A's. So now the question is Are you an D or a C? This is it, yeah. Okay. Have a look. I think I'm going to be the old woman. Okay. You're not who I thought you were. Okay. I thought you were going to be Betty White just because she's like. I'm going to read the description for Betty White's okay. character, Rose. Okay. And then you'll see why I thought it. Okay. You are a true optimist with a heart of gold. Oh. Always wanting to do the right thing might seem boring to others, but for you, it is always, it is a way of life. Your beautiful soul makes the world a better place and your friends and family love you for it. Never change. So that's Betty White's character. That's who you thought I'd be. And then I just shocked you by being the most corrupt, giving the most corrupt answers possible, right? Okay, so for C, being Dorothy. Uh-huh. Um, is that who I got? Yeah, you got three Cs and three Ds. So oh. we're going to say this is a potential. Okay. So she's the tall one. Oh, right, Okay. You're a whip-smart, hilarious, and fiercely independent. You are a formidable opponent in any argument, and you hate to be wrong. But despite your sometimes steered exterior, your actions come from a good place. Your inevitable wit and great sense of humor make you very popular. Okay. I can see elements of that. I hate to be wrong. I hate it. <laughs> um, read D. All right. Now D. Yes, you're right. The old lady. The old yeah. lady. Okay. And her name's Sophia. Okay. Okay. <laughs> she is a great character, though. Okay. Okay. You have life experience in shades, and you aren't afraid to express your opinions. If somebody messes with you or with someone you love, they had better watch out. However, if you like someone, they are in for a treat. Your generosity, wisdom, and exceptional cooking skills mean that you will never be lonely. That's okay. All- that's what's to come. That's I feel. What's to come. <laughs> Love that. Love it. So much fun. Okay, on to part two, which, as I mentioned, was inspired by folks' 73 questions. Such a great um, segment. But in our research for this, Abby was like, 
just Google 21 questions and oh my, oh my, <laughs> there's some interesting questions out there and I can't wait for this section of the podcast today. So we've each prepared 10 questions. They're suppose, I guess they could be quick fire, but I don't mind if you want to just take a moment mm-hmm. um, and discuss the answer. Um, and it's a bit of everything. Some opera related, some podcast related, some just... I just want to know the answer. Okay. Okay, let's go. You ready? Mm-hmm. What was your first impression of me? Oh my God. It's a hard question, isn't it? It's a hard question. Okay, so the first time I met you was at Ram's um, Double Tables. Double Tables, the Singers Tables, yeah. Singers Tables. I know they're not called that, but I've, I've called them that since. Okay. Um... And you were wearing a white blouse. Wow. I have, I have like, a very, like, visual memory. Wow. You knew um, what I was wearing. Jeez. You had your hair up. <laughs> this is really freaky. <laughs> Carry on. And uh, you were just very quiet and a bit shy, and I thought you were very, like, sweet and, like, oh. cute, but I just didn't... I, I had a feeling you were much younger than me, because everyone yeah. was treating you like you were much younger than them. Yeah. And then I got... In, later on, when I got to know you, I was really upset for you for that situation because yeah. people who were clearly your age were treating you like you were yeah. this little girl. Yeah, yeah. No, let's let's just debrief that for a second because that's I mean that's lovely. That's interesting. Um, but yeah, so I was twenty one. Yeah, and I remember a particular person who was twenty three at the time. Yeah, and I had said I was twenty one, and they're like. Oh, you're such a baby! And like, oh god, the amount of times I got that at Rao. It was so annoying. It was so. I, it was one of my pet peeves of being on the masters course. Yes, okay, I, I guess I was. Young. But you weren't the only one who was twenty one yeah. in that year. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Um, but it was very frustrating. And then, I I always back myself and say that I'm a bit of an older head on young you shoulders as well. So That's an interesting way of saying it. You know, I heard that before. No. Old yeah. soul I've heard, like mature for your age, but no, I heard, like, old head on you know, young shoulders. shoulders. That's a really good one. There you go. Take that away from I today. <laughs> right. Question two. Easier. Favorite snack. Okay. So today I stopped by a shop and they had some Israeli snacks. So I brought Beastly over and I um, had Ashley taste them. But uh, I don't know if it's my favorite snack. Mm-hmm. Go. I do love a lotus biscuit. High five, girl. High five. <laughs> I have yes. some in the kitchen. Did you miss that? Yes, I missed them. Anyway, <laughs> the, the Marylands are open now, but never mind. Um, I do love a lotus biscuit and I love... I do love an ice cream. I have a lot of good snacks that I like. I'm a big snack fan. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. Me too. Um, yeah, but I think a packet of crisps is always good. Packet of crisps or a lotus biscuit. Or a lotus biscuit, yeah. Okay, what is your favourite theatre slash opera house? Ooh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say Royal Opera House. What's your biggest fear? Okay. <laughs> Don't have some kind of... <laughs> it's okay, <Do> you... <laughs> breathe in. I know. What's your biggest fear? Do you have an actual phobia, like a standard phobia? Yeah, anything? I do have a standard phobia. Hair in the drain. Oh. Walk. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Okay, so we're on the same page with that one. <laughs> the synchronization of that. Oh, literally, I can gag. I can't. T- okay. I can't. T- I can't so do it. You can't do. You, is that Matt's job to clean? Oh up? yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, sorry. I can do. I can do spiders. Mm-hmm. I can do. I'm getting better heights. at heights. Yeah. I'm not good at heights. Oh, okay. Mm. I'm not good at heights, but I I can I can minimize my exposure to heights. Yes. Whereas the the hair thing. Ooh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. Good answer. Um, if you were not an opera singer, podcaster, con- content creator, what what would you be right now? Do you think? Oh, I had this epiphany yesterday. Okay. Either a costume designer Ooh. or a museum curator. <laughs> not how making it easy for myself now. right okay that was I can see both of those answers yeah. okay kind of follow up question on that it's yeah. side question what did you want to be as a kid like your 12 year old self oh I want to be a ballet dancer uh, well yeah you were really into that weren't you? I was really into that but gen- otherwise my like complete other goal if I wasn't in the creative industry yeah historian historian which is still related to museums in some way. Yeah, sorry. I know. I'm I'm a very like um, thought out person. Yeah, like everything's related. Okay, what is your best podcast memory so far? It doesn't have to be with a guest. It can be, or it can just be something that we've done. What's your best memory of the podcast? I want to say it is still to come because I have so many good ones. But every time we like experience yes, it something new, yes, yeah, so far, so far, end, yes. Yeah. Um. Ooh, it's. I mean, we've had some really amazing guests, but I den- genuinely think just when we get to do really fun and cool things, like the first time we went to the opera house together to record a podcast, that was yeah. really exciting. Yeah. I that would be mine as well. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. that was like a. We felt really cool. We felt really, really cool with that one. Yeah. Now, it's your birthday. Mm-hmm. Would you go for a chocolate cake or a Victoria sponge or neither? What what kind of cake would you go for? Ooh. Can I go for a strawberry shortcake? Yeah, you can. Which yeah. is pretty much a Victoria sponge, yes. just without jam. It just has fresh strawberries. I think it's something that divides the nation, I think. It's either yeah. you're a chocolatey cake or you're a Madeira Victoria sponge Because I would cake. rather go for, like, a chocolate, like, souffle or, like, a chocolate a chocolate mousse. mousse. But if I were going cake. for a cake, yeah. I would want a Victoria sponge. Good answer. What's your favourite flower? Ooh. I do love a hydrangea. Oh, hi. Um, but my favorite, one of my favorite childhood books is a, is Chrysanthemum. Oh. So I just love the name Chrysanthemum. But I also think they're pretty cool flowers. But I would yeah. definitely say like, a, yeah. I was on holiday once and it was one of those tour holidays. And there was a lady on the tour called Chrysanthemum. Really? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Did she read the book? Um, I don't know. Um, but she was a very well-to-do lady. Of course um, she was. And she was went to boarding school and she... And she recalled all of her memories riding side saddle. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Oh. So that's a bit, of, a bit of an image for your chrysanthemum name. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> ever since moving to the UK, the only person who could be named chrysanthemum could be the poshest person yeah, on the planet. Absolutely. Okay, final question. If you had a time machine, what year would you go back to and why? 
Oh, oh actually, backwards or forwards, but I feel that you're going to go back. I'm going to go back. Well, I had this good, yeah. Okay. Uh, it would definitely be a time, maybe late 19, 1890s. Oh, that's far back. Wow. 1890s or like right after, like uh, post-war. Post-World War One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although it's the influenza, so I wouldn't want to really... <laughs> I wouldn't want to live through the same COVID thing. Right. So I would go at night, 1890s. You know what? Paris in like the 1890s. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah Don't want to get the tuberculosis, but want to do everything else. <laughs> what a way to finish. That was a lot. It was a really good quiz. Um, but now it's your turn. Okay. Okay. So. Oh, that was my key. <laughs> so um, I'm going to say full disclaimer. A lot of these questions are from teenvogue.com. Teen Vogue. Wow. Okay. Okay. Oh. Um, number one. It's very similar to what you asked, but what's one of the most fun childhood memories you have? Honestly, um, one of my favorite things about my childhood was doing like amdram and like school musicals um, yeah that's just always a fond memory and the relationships that you built with people doing that and the lessons that you learned doing it and the amount of lessons you got to miss <laughs> was incredible so that's yeah amdram amdram that's a good one <laughs> favorite movie to watch over and over again oh, easy Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia too the whole franchise really the whole franchise and when Sophie was here we've already planned the hen party so the hen party is going to be Mamma Mia themed and we're going to have like the 70s outfits on and everything we're just so ready we're going to do a Mamma Mia brunch apparently that's in London that's in London uh, I just want to know when this is but also um, you're not even engaged yet yes, this is amazing yeah I know but we, we just planned it um have you been to the Mamma Mia experience at the O2 Centre? No, because it, I was going to go to it, but um, I might save it for this this occasion, you know, whenever will... that may be. All right, I'm ready with my 70s outfit. Mamma Mia. Biggest celebrity crush, opera world or pop culture, living or dead? This is Teen Vogue, yeah. so I'm going to go back to the teenage years. Zac Efron. Massive, te- this is massive teenage. I crush. mean, he did he did age well. Yes, and he looks fantastic today. Yeah. So I think that's a that's a good one. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio was another one, but he's starting to get on the the older side for me now. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go with Zac Efron. Zac Efron's a good choice. This is a good one. This goes along with the conversations we've been having this morning. Okay. If you could be part of any TV family. Which family would you choose? Oh, that's a good one. Um, so this morning we were chatting about the UK sitcom My Family. I wouldn't want to be a part of that family because mm-hmm. it's, it's a little bit crazy. Um, I would have loved to have been part of... Not that they're a family, but the whole like friends lot. You know, You'd like to be friends. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd like to be part. That of is that. a family. No, no, no. But there that is, is a, a family, family isn't there. it? They become each other's family, 
Um, and I feel like the age we are, like, living in the city, you see similarities in your friendship groups and stuff. So, yeah, friends. That's a good, that's a good one. If you could create an ice cream flavor based on an opera, what opera would it be? What are the flavors? And <gasps> what would it be called? Oh, that's really good question. So, thinking of an opera to base it on. Okay, it's got to be based on the elixir of love. Yeah. Because that in itself could be the name of an ice cream. Yeah. Couldn't it? Like elixir. Um, elixir of... Elixir of love. Yeah, yeah. It's the name of the ice cream and the opera. So that yeah. cancels those out. So it's got... If it's a love... I, I love... Um, well, strawberry ice cream. I yeah. Really like. So it would be strawberry mm-hmm. with chocolate sauce. Mm-hmm. It's like a Cherry Garcia, but with strawberry and a little bit. And then um, it would have to have a chocolate flake in it as well. Yeah. And then on top, it would have those, you know, those multicolored sprinkles yeah. that you got at school. Yeah. So I think, yeah, something... Actually, I'm going to change the chocolate sauce. I think it'd look better just with strawberry sauce on the top. Okay. And then the chocolates with the flake and then the, the multicolours on top. That's nice. And maybe, like, it could have some alcohol in it. Maybe. Oh, you know those, like, shots that they have in, like, certain things? Ooh, you know what you can do? Like a strawberry liqueur yes. ice cream flavour. What do you call it? That chom- chambord thing that's yeah. like a cherry liqueur. Yeah. Oh, maybe a bit of that in it. Somehow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Pen and Jerry's calling up. <laughs> go to song to sing in the shower. Okay, well, this changes depending on what song I've got stuck in my head. Yeah. Tonight, it'll be the Golden Girls theme. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. Um, but I am singing a lot of Anything Goes at the moment. <laughs> I went to say that about two weeks ago now, ten days ago, and I'm just singing... It's such a good musical, the, though. ...the soundtrack. Uh, yeah, Anything Goes. All right. I've asked you this question before, because a couple of months ago I had a dream that you won <gasps> the lotto. Yeah. So now, variation of the question, if money was no object, what would you buy? So just for reference to the listeners, I had a dream, I think it was about in uh, May or March. wasn't that long ago. Was it? I feel this was... Maybe beginning of June? Yeah, around Beginning June. of June, I woke up in the morning and I texted Ashley, I just dreamt that you won the 65 million pound lotto. I'd love to what would you? Me. What would you do with the money? So now I'm asking a very specific question. Okay, if money was no object. If money was no object, what would you do? What would you buy? I'd buy the one thing in life that I really want, but I think it's an absolute money pit. So I'd buy a super yacht. (laughs) Because I love, I end up watching YouTube videos of super yachts. Well, maybe not a super yacht, but just like a really nice yacht. Yeah. That you could just take and go around the Greek islands. Where would you dock it? Um, I'd probably just dock it off. Maybe I'd dock it in Miami, actually. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm no asking ob- so many questions here. If money yeah. was no object, it would be docked in Miami so you could, like, go down to, like, the Caribbean islands. If it was a super yacht, you probably could get that far. 
Um, but yeah, I do appreciate how much it is to dock these things up and yeah. how much the fuel costs and everything. So I always think if I won the lottery, I would never buy that because of the money would just disappear. disappear. But if money was no object, Abby, <laughs> I'd be on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question number eight. When were you last the most proud of yourself? Oh, what a nice question. Hmm. Just the last time. Um, I'd probably say two around again two weeks ago when I had that first audition back after the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, I had a lot of nerves around that and just to... I came out thinking, I've done it. You know, the over the hurdle of auditioning again yeah. and performing again that was it excellent i love how you're ticking these off <laughs> i just want to make sure i'm up to date <laughs> what's something most people would be surprised to know about you oh mm. that's a good question because i think on the surface i do come across quite vanilla <laughs> um it's oh, a great way to so preface bad. anything right okay Okay, I think that a recent hobby, this whole mixology thing that I got into, I think I've mentioned it on the podcast, but I've really started taking that quite seriously. Um, And, you know, I'm I'm very much one to just want to settle down on a weekend um, and chill out. But this mixology has got me with such a in such a good way with alcohol like I love a good I love a good drink (laughs) within moderation yeah and this mixology hobby um has gone a little bit too far so I could definitely see myself taking that further in some sense which is a little bit surprising to myself Ah. than anyone else yeah that's a good one okay you do make a good um, old fashioned. I just have to say. Do I? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was that was early days. Was, yeah. Oh. I've I've been doing my research. Up. I've done my research. Abby. I'm I'm like burning the orange strip and everything now. Oh, uh, are we opening up the Ashley bar? <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm coming. Uh, I'm inviting myself. If you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Just one thing so hard because like I was saying earlier I literally I eat a lot of different things can it be a type can it be a type of food yeah right I'm gonna go Chinese um vegetable fried rice (laughs) you went type and then you went so specific (laughs) yeah yeah that's a good one that's it yes excellent I enjoyed that I got to know you so well (laughs) can't wait for your bachelorette party (laughs) yeah Oh, well, Operaholics, you'll be pleased to hear that Composer of the Month is back and it is an absolute pleasure to introduce you to our next composer, Harry Baker. Harry will be with us throughout August, sharing his music in this segment and he will join us for a full podcast episode towards the end of the season. We can't wait for you to hear all that he has to offer, so take it away, Harry. Hi, I'm Harry Baker. I'm an improvising pianist and composer in jazz, classical and new music settings. And I'm thrilled to have been asked by AA Opera to be their composer of the month this month, where I've been talking a bit about some of the pieces I've written 
and a bit of background behind them. So this week I wanted to talk just a bit about my composition for piano and orchestra called Lament, which I wrote for Joe Davies and the Ripiano players. And Joe approached me towards the end of 2019 asking if I had any orchestral pieces that, that they could perform. And I had, had one in particular I'd written called Lament, which is kind of based on the yearning and sort of unrelenting qualities of Dido's Lament, the famous aria from Purcell's opera Dido and Aeneas. And around that time and, and the last few years in particular, I've been I've been trying to bring together my my jazz and my classical influences into the into sort of one coherent um performing style and in jazz in particular it's very common for musicians to play their own compositions alongside other other uh, perform other performance pieces so i kind of had this weird sort of eureka, eureka moment where i realized i could arrange this orchestral piece for piano and orchestra make it a kind of mini piano concerto and, and give myself an opportunity to perform and I, what I also love about jazz and a lot of other traditions, you know, folk traditions also is, is the inclusion of improvisation at its core. So I wanted to write a piece that, that was kind of half with half written elements for the piano, but also lots of improvisation included. So on the extract we're about to listen to, there's, there's a mixture of both um, parts where I'm playing the melody with some chord symbols on the chart, like a jazz chart would be typically and other bits which are completely free, freely improvised, kind of responding to what the orchestra is doing. So it was it was pretty terrifying, but it was kind of exhilarating to perform in concert. The full videos on on YouTube on my YouTube channel. But here's here's an extract performed live in early 2020 with with the Ripiano players. Thank you. 
quite done with the quizzes and questions this week because we have to answer this week's question of the week was what would you pack in your pre-opera picnic and if you haven't seen it head over to Instagram and check out our Instagram TV where we got to interview the cast and creatives of Cunning Little Vixen which we saw over at Opera Holland Park. Yeah. But Avi, what would you pack in your pre-opera picnic? Okay, so I have I have had time to think about this. Yeah. Okay, first of all, I'm with everyone on the Prosecco. Yep. Um, I wouldn't pack salmon because I don't know how long we're going to be out there for. So um, I would say like a nice salad. Mm-hmm. And uh, some biscuits, obviously. So lotus biscuits, to be specific. A cake. Some, like, nice bread and, like, cheeses and stuff. Mm -hmm. Some fruit. And then I would have a big thermos of tea for, like, the second act. Right. Because by then you just need to pick me up, you know? Yes. You might might be dozing off a bit. Yeah. You want to respect the the singers. You want to be there for them. You have absolutely thought that through, haven't you? It's a banquet, not a picnic. Um. (laughs) It's basically wine and cheese. Wine and cheese. And fruit. Mm -hmm. It's like a cheese board and, and, and wine and tea for dessert. And Prosecco. And Prosecco. Well, no, because you, your Prosecco is your wine. Okay. So then you're, like, planning you... your cheese according to your mm-hmm. Prosecco. Mm-hmm. 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 What about you? I'm with everyone on the Prosecco, but I might go, like, a rosé carver instead. Ah. In oh, the summer. Yeah. Like, uh, <gasps> rosé carver. Um, crackers. And very specifically, Bosan cheese. You know, Ooh, the yeah, Bosan. yeah. Because that's so easy to pack. It's, that's what. But that's what I'm saying. You need yeah. things that are easy to pack. That fit we in your did backpack. take that in we our did, opera picnic to Opera. We had that. We also had the veg, uh, the vegan sausage rolls. We did. Amazing stuff. So I just have a lot of crackers, a lot of Bosan, and then for something sweet afterwards, I think. Maybe some like chocolate mousses. Ooh, like the little pot. Like the little goo desserts that you can get. Something easy. Like I was going to say cheesecake, but again, a little bit like the salmon. Yeah. It'll deflate and get a little bit off throughout the day, especially if you're going all the way to Glyndebourne or Grange Park Mm. or something like that. So, yeah, that's cheese cheese and alcohol and uh, cheese and and chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. for this week's episode thank you so much to harry for sharing his music with us and we hope you enjoyed getting to know us a bit more this episode well i certainly enjoyed getting to know you a lot more having to know you getting to feel free and easy. that's the song you're singing in the shower for the next two oh weeks. that's so true <laughs> Um, but yes thanks so much for listening please make sure to subscribe and rate this podcast and you can check us out on social media we are now aa opera Minus the pod. Minus the pod. We've changed that. We are AA Opera everywhere. So check us out and get in touch. And if you would like to support us maybe a bit more, check out our Patreon where there are loads of things coming because things are happening. Things are happening, guys. So come check us out on Patreon and we will see you there. But for now, see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.